Hello everyone. My name is Srikant. I'm the host of this show Inspire Someone today. This podcast brings in personalities from a cross section of our society who will share their perspectives, learnings, hacks and experiences that can inspire all of us in our journeys. Come join me on this ride. Hello 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 people. Welcome back. This is Srikant, your host of Inspire Someone today and your chief curator. Happy to bring this special bonus episode flashback 10. Are you ready? As we wrapped up episode 10, Inspire Someone today had clocked in 2000 plus downloads and set out taking baby steps in this mammoth podcasting world. We still are taking small steps and very grateful for the support and love received from all of you, my dear listeners. In the journey from episode 11 to 21, we had the next set of 10 inspiring guests. IST made it to the top of the charts by being listed as number 1 podcast in the self-help category and amongst the top 5 across all podcasts in India for the month of April. We are currently at 27000 plus downloads for all the episodes and breaking more records along the way. Very humbled and grateful with all of these stats and the support I have received thus far. Thank you. I would really love to hear from you. What topics do you wish to cover, and whom should we bring on the show as guests? Let me know by leaving your voice message or dropping me a note. The coordinates are shared in the show notes. This is a bonus episode. Flashback ten brings to you a summary from the last ten episodes and key lessons provided from our guests. The focus of these last ten episodes is. revolving around success and its principles success seems overnight and the bearings of it is always behind the scenes these last 10 episodes has outlined the key overtones for success starting with defining success from the internationally acclaimed cricketing umpire simon tofil who beautifully set the stage by saying standard you walk past is the standard you set listening as simon talks about this very beautiful stage setting sage advice for all of us my advice to young people is never never knock back never decline an invitation an opportunity to try something new because you just don't know where it's going to take you and i think part of the challenge that i've got with my kids is to give them as much exposure to different things and to see what they gravitate towards and see what they love and then let them go You know, leave it up to them. Don't push them. And I think sometimes, particularly in India, I see some parents that put a huge amount of expectation on their kids to perform or excel in a certain area that may not be their calling, that may not be that be their passion. So I, I think that we really need to let our our kids explore what they what they're passionate about, and then just support them and let them go. And similarly, one thing that really, really resonated with me from your book was. The standard you walk past is the standard you set, or the stand- standard you accept. Yeah, look, it's connected with that element of discipline that I talked about. And you know, if you see something that's not right, whether it's someone's behaviour, you know, if you turn up late to a meeting, uh, if you don't call out the bad behaviour, then it becomes acceptable. It becomes the new normal. And if that's you, well, that's fine. But if you're talking about someone who is focused on becoming better, focused on achieving more. who has high aspirations to see how far you can go then those little things that you walk past those little bits of behavior bracket creep as i call them 
then that becomes a new standard. And in the umpiring context, what that looks like is, well, if someone walks onto the field and doesn't tell you that they're coming back and a substitute walks off the field and tells you they're not going, and you say and do nothing about it, well, that becomes a new standard. It becomes okay not to ask for the permission of the umpire. If the batsmen are calling for drinks after the end of every over and you as an umpire don't say that's enough, you've just had a drink, no more, then that becomes the new standard. And so it's really important to have that strength and courage to call out behaviours that are not the right standard in your mind or in your view, but do that in a way that doesn't necessarily uh, criticise the other person, but just brings them back into line and, and say for yourself, you know, the standards you set for yourself. And <laughs> you, while you can't control other people, you certainly can control what you do. So that was lesson number one. How does one prepare for life's journey? Whom do we ask for directions? Two of my guests spoke on the path of success, Srikant Vishwanath on theory of change and the resilience expert, Dr. Terin Murray, talking about finding life's treasure map. That's lesson number two. What's the path to success? Think of this analogy. Assume for a moment that you're trying to cross a jungle. And beyond that jungle lies the promised land, lies the place, you know, which is a place of everlasting happiness, a place that you've always dreamed about going to. And you need to cross that jungle to get to that dreamland, to get to that wonderland. And you don't have Google Maps with you. You don't have a clear path through that jungle, right? So what do you do? You begin with a hypothesis. You begin with a hypothesis of, of understanding Whatever you're able to see of that jungle, whatever you have heard of that jungle, you come up with a certain hypothesis, right? Other people before you may have gone through that jungle, or there may be other people who have who have told you about the jungle, etc., who have tried and failed, who have tried and succeeded, different kinds of people. So from that and from your own observations, you accumulate a certain set of information, and based on that, you create a hypothesis. You say, okay, this is this is how I'm going to try and cross the jungle. You will say, I'm going to wear protective gear. I'm going to take a torchlight with me. I'm going to have a water bottle. I'm going to turn left. And then, you know, I'm going to follow these kinds of trees out of the jungle into the promised land, say, for example. Now, that hypothesis or that articulation of the steps that you will take to achieve your mission is the theory of change. The description of the journey, the articulation of the journey from where you are to where you want to go is the theory of change. So Hansel and Gretel, this is a, a series of fairy tales the Grimm brothers wrote, gosh, like, I don't know, 100 years ago, 200 years ago. So Hansel and Gretel are in the woods, right? They get lost and they go to this witch's house, right? And the witch captures them and the witch is going to eat them. And they outwit the witch. And spoiler alert for any of you that haven't read Hansel and Gretel, you know, they end up like pushing the witch into her, her own oven kind of a thing. But now they're in the witch's house and they need to figure out how to get home. And they had left on their way, they had left pebbles on the path, right? First it was breadcrumbs and the animals ate the breadcrumbs. Then they left pebbles, right? And so in order to get home, they're walking at night, just in the moonlight you know, this is very like sort of illustrative of life purpose of life path, right? Sometimes it's really dark. Sometimes it's really lonely, right? Sometimes there's just a shiver, a, a sliver of moonlight. 
And they're walking at night and they find one of the pebbles, right? And they pick it up. Mm -hmm. And then they keep walking in the direction and they pick up another pebble and another and another until it takes them all the way home. And I believe that getting unstuck, I believe that following the treasure map of our life purpose. And and if you want to, you know, life purpose can be home, you know, getting home here, coming home to ourselves. I believe that it's very much about picking up those pebbles. And sometimes it's dark and sometimes it's cold and sometimes there's not a lot of light and sometimes it's scary. And sometimes you got to outwit some bad people, right? But we just pick up sometimes one pebble at a time and then we keep walking and we trust that that next pebble is going to be there and the next one and the next one. And we keep following our path until it leads us to where we need to go. But that's why we can't ask anyone else for directions. No one else can tell us where that next pebble is going to be. Oftentimes we have to follow our own intuition, our own gut instinct and our own divine plan that was placed in our hearts and our souls before we came to this planet. It's getting better, isn't it? Lesson number three is... What can we learn from the prevailing wisdom on achieving success? Do they really leave trails? Eminent leadership expert Payal Nanjiani, who was on our show, spoke about habits of successful leaders as she has coached. And Janet Shah, the professor and founding director at Indian Institute of Management Udaipur, shared success principles that he witnessed from close quarters. That's lesson number three. There are success trails and what can we learn from the wisdom out there? You know, this is what's happening out there in their lives. For example, in the book, there is a mantra, a chapter that talks about act like a success, you know. And in a nutshell, what this uh, basically says is that most of us, we know where we want to go. We we have our ideas and our plans uh, put in place. We know our goals. But every single day, we take actions which are completely opposite to where we want to go. So, you know, that's how the gap gets created. And then we begin to question ourselves, oh, you know, why Why is it that I'm not achieving what I want to achieve? You know, there is, there is a technique in this book called, I think it's RPM, Rapid Priming Method, that tells you, uh, you know, how to take your actions according to where you want to reach and not in the opposite direction. You also realize there are certain things which are your own blind spots. All of us have blind spots, right? So ability to ask questions to me is one of the most important. And listen, finally, you know, if you're going to say only listen to people, only ask people and you only look at what you want to look for, then obviously it's going to work. So for example, one of the person I went to, he said, look, you're going to be a terrible administrator. Be careful about it. First, he said, don't take up this job. Okay. Then he said, if you're going to take up, make sure, you know, you keep realizing that you're not a good administrator. And that's something I always kept in mind, right? I don't ever, you know, make any decisions on my own. But at the same time, I think this idea that test out everything, you know, with data and keep looking for evidence finally. But I would advise everybody that learn from others and keep talking from people smarter than you. Okay. There are <laughs> enough smart people in the world, right? They don't have to be in your own industry. I think the key is that, you know, you have to listen and you have to communicate your dreams. See, then only people are willing to spend. When you communicate, this is what you want to do for a country, that there are so many young institutions coming, we want to build a role model institution. When people see you want to do something different and something noble, you will find people, I mean, you have to go with humility. That, you know, if you start by saying, I've figured out everything, then 
nobody's going to waste time with you so in, in at the end of it lot of you people in corporate are much better than us on this at the end of it you realize there are only few things which matter one is a, just building a right culture and investing in people i think as a leader i find if you do those two things right you have to believe in students you have to motivate them they're going to deliver checking along we have set a goal defined the path studied success principles is it enough do we need anything more of course how can we discount the roles of coaches and mentors the eloquent hema hatangdi spoke about the roles mentors and coaches had in her spectacular journey at conserve and adding to that was dr nisha a proponent of women empowerment and who is on a mission to build women leaders shared her practices of learning and mentoring lesson number 4 importance of coach and mentors in the success journey mentors and coaches play different roles a mentor is somebody who will help you to enhance your performance and a coach can be there for you for much beyond that you know he is a friend philosopher and a guide and uh, the mentor could be very well somebody in your company he could be a senior colleague he could be somebody from another team or department but a coach is usually from outside if a, a person chooses to look for somebody outside my advice would be go for it you know ask yourself if i'm repeatedly coming up against the same brick wall over and over again in my role or in my job or in this company isn't it time that i look for some advice as you are able to do like i say lifelong learning is very important you know saying to yourself this is not enough i want to be you know continually learning so i believe in this thing you know of an intellectual feast every now and then you know while we feast on our appetite uh, go to restaurants and but to keep your mind engaged to learn from people who challenge your paradigms and that brings personal mastery in different aspects of your life so personal mastery could be in the area of your knowledge personal mastery could be in the area of your skill set personal mastery could be in the form of self awareness you know so looking at certain mentors uh your networks i am a firm believer of networking relationship management relationship like uh, keith ferrazzi was saying you know the relationship action plan right so i draw my own relationship action plan and i plan very carefully who i want to spend my time learning you know it could be a virtual learning it could be a one to one learning you know who who is the one that you want to look at people's lifestyle and say hey this is the healthy lifestyle i want to lead or or somebody who is into mindfulness and i say i i want to do something like that who aspires you so i think i i need that inspiration and i need that aspirations in my life for personal transformation and finally you know how much do you allow yourself to influence others and how do you allow others to influence you because you you are always interdependent in this ecosystem you know and that makes you who you are so i i took some time to answer this because it's not something that's just abc sort of thing but it's a amalgamation of so many factors that allows you to continually develop yourself you know to where you arrive so knowing the destination that you want to arrive things can happen along the way but if you have your moonshot with clarity prioritization in place and your continual transformation as you move on i think we can all do it so what we learned all along 
propels us towards becoming better. Sports as a metaphor to life, as an analogy to how can sports play a role for us getting better, was shared by Raja Raman. What saves you during your good and bad times? How can you have a superpower? That was shared by Dr. Raman Atri. Dr. Raman Atri spoke about the superpower for you that can help you in good and bad times. The last reflection from the renowned thought leader, Arun Mayra. A very profound question that each one of us need to ponder over is, by my existence, did the world become better? That's under the category becoming better. Play sport. Play sport to understand how it can help you become better as an individual and as a team player. I used to play basketball, uh, Srikanth, and like I said, I played for Andhra Pradesh and for Usman University. But my best play was always in YMCA in Hyderabad, which is my club side. And what it taught you was you are in a very eclectic group. No two people are the same. No two people are from the same household. And yet you get together on the court and five of you charge with that one purpose, beat the opposition, get that one point extra and uh, be on top. What you also learned, what I learned when I was playing basketball was that I could be part of a team. It was very important to be equal to others. At the same time, you could also emerge a leader. Your thought process can sometimes influence others. And if that thought process helps the team win, why not? You are able to spot a weakness in the opposition. And one thought that you have can help you beat the opposition because you are able to spot something that others haven't. And I think uh, in terms of... uh, My personality development, I owe it to basketball. And I'm sure anybody, when they play sport, will be able to tell you that um, there is a lot that they can learn from sport. It teaches you how to take victory and defeat. That happens on the sports field. In life, you learn to take the ups and downs. You can't be up every time. And uh, these are difficult times for everybody. And I think it is my sporting background that has helped me stay sane and uh, even have conversations like this. You can't be winning all the time, and that is what sport teaches you. And you have to wake up the next morning and go back on court, practice again, try harder, and then uh, try and win the next match that you're playing. So sport teaches you a lot, and I don't think there is anything better in life than sport. Focus on your learning, okay? And learning is something inseparable. When you're going to hit the bad times in your life, Learning is what's going to come to save you. And when you're going to hit a jackpot for the best times in your life, learning is something which is going to propel you further for more success. So focus on your personal and professional learning and uh, make sure that the learning has a purpose. It has a a goal. You should know that if you are going to use learning as an engine, where really you want to go? This could be your superpower. I found my superpower in the form of exploring learning. And I can tell you, this is such a basic human process. And in fact, it is superpower for many people, but we don't always realize it. So go find it, realize it. Nothing can stop you to learn the way you want or as much you want. Are we real or are we a story? And it makes you think that we are all part of some large story. Hmm? We are all characters in some large story, right? How did we become characters in the stories? Who made us characters in this story? 
Okay, and someone gave us birth, and so we appeared in some physical form as characters on the stage. But what is the role that we are supposed to play in this play? There is a big drama going on. So I'm being uh, born onto the stage. Hmm? How real am I? I can pinch myself and say I feel it. But what is my role in this larger system around myself? I'm changing from a play to the system. Hmm? Yeah, as they do say about the world, what kira hai, but it's 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 a game that God plays, right? So Krishna's lila, hmm? it's it's there. So what is my purpose in this game? Now one can take a view that my purpose really is survival. right which is what many people define that it's uh, you know it's, uh, evolution is a process of the fittest survive so i must grab as much as i can food for myself you know things for myself space for my own house and uh, if i do that very well i fulfilled my purpose in the bigger game and then one says but okay all animals are doing that instinctively they are also you know part of the fight for their food or they go foraging for their food So am I just that? Am I just playing that animal-like role as I live, or is there another different and larger role that I could be playing? And as human beings, we ask ourselves this question, which means we are perhaps, like my granddaughter asking, asking questions which I don't know whether animals ask themselves this question. मैं शेर का बच्चा बना हूँ, हाँ? कि am I part of some larger story? He's not. He's going to just jump out and say. i'm hungry now no let's get a deer and you know and live and live well my muscles get trained as they do it and so they they improve but this question about what is the purpose of my existence why did i come about is something that human beings feel so i ask myself this question and i say it cannot be just making something for myself hmm? grabbing and being the most efficient or effective at making more for myself okay getting more for myself so we do find in uh, business and otherwise that people who make a lot of money for themselves we say are you know very competent people and people to be admired hmm? but what is it they have achieved they have made a lot for themselves what impact have they had on the world around them did by their existence they improve the world around them or did they only make more for themselves hmm? and so this question about by my existence is the world improved or not have i purposefully during my existence helped the world to become better for others not just for myself so i find that this is the question that has been first lurking at the back of my mind as i've been going through life is how can i help to make the world better for others so here is a recap my listeners lesson number 1 standard you walk past is the standard you set lesson number 2 what's the path to success lesson number 3 there are success trails what can we learn from the wisdom out there lesson number 4 the importance of coach and mentors in the success journey and finally lesson number 5 is becoming better i hope you loved this edition of flashback 10 and as always would love to hear from you and your feedback My sincere request to each of you to stay safe, care for your communities, and do your bit to contain the spread of the virus. You have it in you to inspire someone today. Signing off, your host Shri Khan, and until next time, keep inspiring. 
Thank you for listening into today's edition of Inspire Someone Today. It's been a privilege to bring in these conversations. If you like this episode and have any feedback or comments, do mail me at inspiresomeonetodaypodcast at the rate gmail.com. Inspiring someone is like creating ripples around us. If you like what you listen, feel free to share them and let's create ripples of inspiration. Do not forget to follow me on my Instagram handle at the rate inspiresomeonetodaypodcast for all the latest updates. This is Srikant, your host, signing off and until next time, keep inspiring. Thank you.